Okay, well, the talk didn't record on Sunday, so I'm just going to go through it again um, and hopefully cover the points, but it'll be a bit different to how it was on Sunday. So the topic of Sunday's talk was all about uh, God's guidance from Acts 16, 6 to 10, and specifically focusing on an aspect of God's guidance called negative guidance, when when God uses closed doors, no's, to actually help us to discern his will and move forward. So this is a passage, I'll read it out, and then we'll crack on from there. So verse 6, Acts 16. Next, Paul and Silas travelled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia, because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia, but again the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Mysia to the seaport of Troas. That night Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. So during the passage, there are, there are two moments where the Holy Spirit, uh, once described as the Holy Spirit in verse 6, once the Spirit of Jesus in verse 7, um, stops them from going in, to a certain place. They try and and the door is closed. And so uh, there are two other ways, well, there are two ways of exploring closed doors that, that I'm going to take us through. But the image that I use that maybe might be helpful is of, of someone standing at the at one end of a corridor looking down the corridor with loads of open doors in front of them and not knowing which door to go down not knowing which door is God's plan for them not which decision is the right decision and actually saying that sometimes in life we have to we have to start walking start pushing on the doors we have to try them and test them sometimes God says if there's a closed door we can discern that God's wanting us to contend for it and we know that that's the right door and we need to fight for it to be opened or need to wait for it to be opened but sometimes it's just a case of trying things testing them and through whether the door opens or closes that's how we actually discern what god's will is for us and that's why we need the holy spirit when it comes to discerning god's voice god's will because you know one what what was right once might not be the right way of doing it the next time we have to ask god and say how do you want us to deal with this and if we're not sure then i I recommend trying and starting to push doors and seeing what happens so the two sort of tactics the ways that i've experienced trying to push doors are uh, these the first one is pushing the door through trying on the shoes and and on sunday i I took off my shoe and held it up and asked people what size shoe they thought I had and um only one person I think was able to guess ten and a half if you wanted to know and um and I just basically said that if if you're going to buy shoes you you tend to always want to try them on. I told a few silly stories of when I've bought shoes from charity shops that I didn't actually try on just because I liked them and 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 i and and none of them worked none of them fit well I didn't keep them for very long at all, and it was just a bit of a disaster and The idea is that sometimes you have to inhabit a decision to be able to really discern whether it's the right decision. I told another story of a friend of mine who's who was trying to discern what what kind of business structure he wanted to um, change his business into and uh, he wasn't sure wasn't sure eventually made a decision but as he was considering that decision and looking at the steps he would have to take to deliver on that decision he actually worked out that that wasn't what he wanted to do and didn't really fit him but he only worked that out after he made the decision and we can be a bit immobilized by fear about making decisions because we think if we make the wrong decision you know that's going to be awful but if we make a decision and and we genuinely are trying to honor God we're trying to hear God and that our motives are pure we can be really confident that he will guide us and let us know if it's a wrong decision an example of uh, in scripture of this is when uh, Joseph finds out that Mary is pregnant the the mother and earthly father of Jesus 
and he it says in 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 Matthew's gospel it says that he he was a righteous and just man and he considered it and he decided to divorce her quietly to preserve her honor but he couldn't marry her because it looked like she'd she'd slept with somebody else and it was only after he made that decision to divorce her that he had a dream in which God said to him no don't don't divorce her stay with her but it but it, but it's key he made the decision first so sometimes we need to make a decision and then living in it we we decide we can feel that it's not the right decision for us and we need to um, step out of it the other way that that we can push doors and, and work out if there's a closed door that we're not meant to go down is by understanding our limits um, hearing God through our limits and this is taken from a guy called Pete Scazzaro who's written a fantastic book that I recommend called The Emotionally Healthy Leader uh, one of his other books The Emotion- uh, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality is in our uh, church library but in it this aspect of his book he talks about knowing God or hearing God's voice in your limits and so sometimes we need to understand that our circumstances or those who are dependent on us or our health or even just our rhythm of work and rest need to dictate what we say yes to and what we say no to and that is actually God's grace to us that's actually God's guidance to us and even if it's a good thing if it exceeds our limits then then we probably still need to say no or at least we need to let go of something else to enable the space to take this other thing on and discovering our limits is about discovering who we are how we work how we click um, acknowledging and working out the, the the strains and the stresses that our life is under the pressures that we're under at the minute in our circumstances but we need to trust and know that that our limits are actually god-given and it's very wise and probably god's voice to not exceed those limits Um, if god is calling us to go beyond them it's probably that we need to let go of some other things so we don't exceed our limits because then we're just going to burn ineffectively um, and and it will end up damaging us in the long term so i do recommend reading pete scuzero's book it's it's a great book but that's another way that we can discern whether a door is closed is by um, knowing our limits and understanding that we're not designed to exceed them so as i as i closed i um oh no one more thing i i also talked about the positive uh outcome of negative guidance so in the story in verse eight uh, i'll read it again from verse eight so instead paul and silas instead of going where they wanted to go because the door is closed they went on through mysia to the seaport of troas that night paul has a vision and then jumping to verse 10 so we decided to leave for macedonia so the the narrative changes from verse eight from a they to in verse 10 it becomes a we and what happens is the author of acts who's a guy called luke who who some scholars think was a doctor he he joins the party at that point he joins the group before they go to macedonia and um and it's really key that we see that and paul actually had a had a um, probably had a bit of an eye issue and uh, it, some people think that possibly uh, he was ill and had a bit of a hallucination in verse 9 and that's what the vision was and and luke came to him as a doctor to try and help him and through coming joined the group and, and carried on now whether that's true or not and and whether paul was ill or not luke certainly came and joined them and so part of the outcome of this negative guidance that paul and silas experienced is that uh, luke a key person in the story in fact if luke hadn't joined the party we may never have had acts recorded and so we have to think about this uh, out out of our sight in the future god is lining things up he's he's working in other other people's lives in other circumstances and he's lining things up so that at a point in our future through our negative guidance that we bounce towards things happen that are really godly and really right but because we can't see them it's very hard hard to believe in them but that's something that god does is he turns this negative 
experience its negative guidance into a positive thing and brings understanding and alignment over time through it so it's just remembering that even if the doors are closing we just have to keep fighting and believing that um, god is at work and good things are going to come so um that was that was the main bulk of the talk i did also close with a with a thought which was that um it's it's really easy you know basically at hope we want everybody to be fully alive in their purpose and their calling we want people to be resonating with their purpose for today that doesn't you know we all have more than one purpose in our life more than one thing that god wants us to be doing and often at the present that's all we can focus on what god what are you saying right now and um it's really it's a lot easier to to live dependent on the voice of god in the build up to your calling but actually it's quite easy to to lose sight or lose dependency on the voice of God when you're in your calling. And one of the amazing things about the book of Acts that we see is how dependent Paul was continually and the other characters on the voice of God. They just kept relying, kept going back to God to know what their next direction was and where they were going next. And I said to the church, I said, look, if you're if you're in your calling, if you're, you're in a resonating thing, don't forget to depend on the voice of God. Don't be like Israel, who in the 40 years in the wilderness were depending on God and, and really had day-by-day encounters with God, but when they got to the promised land, began to forget about him. Don't be like that. Live your life, live in your purpose, resonating and, and depending on the voice of God. Okay, so that was the main, the main talk, all about negative guidance. I uh, hope that helps.